we are back for another show. Yay! Hyped. Hyped about this show, man. I am super hyped about this show for one because I didn't think the shit was going to happen. You Motherfuckers had me on pins and needles to the last day. You know what I mean? Like, dun, dun, dun. being a small fry like me, I don't know how the game works. But anyway, <laughs> we got a celebrity on the show. Let me introduce him. Oh, you want to do it? I do want to do it. Are you capable of fucking doing this shit? Let, let me, can I get a drum roll? No, no. But can you do it? Okay, no. fuck it. Yo, uh, <laughs> yo, I'm very excited. Yo, I'm very excited to introduce this man. This man has been on Held Up. Uh, he played off a of little man, House of Pain, Ride Along, Thinking Like a Man, Thinking Like a Man Too. Uh, BET Comic View, definitely one of my top five comedians of all time. My man Gary Owens, thank you for coming. To yeah. Wait, wait, you put the S on this shit? She fucked it up. I'm black. I'm black. It always comes with an S. It always comes with a fucking S. You, my family. Where are we going to go see Gary Owens? My whole family now. <laughs> thank you for having me. How many movies I was in? <laughs> really good career. <laughs> You our first movie star to be on this podcast, man. That oh, is really? so yeah. dope. I'm looking up there though, like you guys had JJ. Yeah, we just had JJ oh, a couple yeah. of weeks ago. One bro. Of my favorites. JJ, like, he's hilarious. Hands down, one of the funniest, funny, funniest uh, episodes we had. Like yeah, he had us good. on the floor. You're not yeah, get that with me. This is this is not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> But we, uh, come we, on, man. We love the honesty. <laughs> they, they well, at least we know up. what we in for. Nah, JJ's a good dude, man. I like him. He's yeah. high energy, bro. He gave us some of the funniest clips he put up. It was like, who is this guy? Because yeah, we yeah. had Michael Blackson the week before, and everybody's like, okay, that, that name recognition. Yeah. JJ just came and killed him. Nobody yeah. knew who he was. Like, yeah, JJ's funny, man. My yeah. hilarious. hilarious. From the I'm going to be better than Michael Blackson. I don't know if I'm going to be better than Michael Blackson. <laughs> Michael Blackson played us. Michael Blackson gave us the cool, cool, cool celebrity. Oh, um, for real? Yeah, that's yeah, how he did us. I'm going to text him. Hey, but, hey, but look, he, man, they were fun, like, on the rock, and I had to go pick him up. He like, you got to come pick me up, nigga. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Was he staying downtown or up by Zona Rosa? He was, like, at the airport, like, actually, like, you pass gate A, hotel, gate oh, B. Like, he wow. was out there. I had never seen that hotel before. It that was dope as uh, shit, too. That means he went with the... Comedy Club Hotel. Yep, yep. Yeah. This is exactly oh. I must be bigger than him because I did a buyout. I got my own hotel. No shit. No you shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you got to step your game up, Mike. <laughs> I must be a bigger celebrity. <laughs> yo, you always, yo, you always in Kansas City, like every year or something like that. I I done seen you twice already at the Improv. <laughs> yeah, I wait. I think, yeah, I usually come. I don't try to go on a market more than once I'm here. I'm like, it has to be at least nine, ten months yeah. at a comedy club. So. Yeah. Kansas is usually on the rotation. Yeah, we love when you come down here. You had you had brought uh I don't know how I forgot his name, but I met him a few times too. The black guy to usually bring with you. Oh, you remember you had you had the show, the show on TV, the yeah, reality yeah, show. The Gary Owen show. Yeah, and he was on there with you. Oh yeah, he got fired. He got fired. <laughs> <laughs> he got he fired. So you real. fired your friends. <laughs> Dude, yeah. what, what happened to the show though? Like, I love that show. That was gonna be my first question. Um, look at that. We got caught up in the Viacom. Uh, oh, they, they overhauled the the BET. That like Stephen Hill got fired. Deborah Lee got fired. So Damn. the right was on the wall. It just happened to be season one because people don't realize my show was on 2016, 2017, and then everything got taken off. Real Husbands, yep. Being Mary Jane, I that, remember that, that Jacksonville hair salon show. The Viacom came and said, everything gone, we're starting new. Damn. So we just got caught up in it. It had nothing to do with, like, the show or the ratings. It was just – now, granted, 
if we had numbers like uh, ATL or Insecure, of course, that's the thing that hurts. Of course, mm-hmm. my show debuted the same night as ATL and the same oh. week as oh Insecure, God. two of the most iconic shows right <laughs> now. I was like, wow. dude, I feel like Brian Dunkelman when he was on American so Idol. So somebody yeah. failed you then. Huh? Somebody failed you then with that time in there, Oh, you right? don't know, but you don't know. Right. You, you oh. never know. It's oh, kind of okay. like um, I heard a story about uh, when people that oh, – was it Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. I, I was talking to the casting director of Shawshank Redemption. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's one of the best movies of all time. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Tim Robbins. And they thought they were going to sweep the Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump came out. Ah. And nobody won anything. Oh, uh, okay. So, you know, you never know. That's a good. That's a good analogy. You know, you just never know when stuff comes out. You know, yeah. what I, mean? I just remember, you know, um, BT would have me run the Twitter when um, my show would air. So like from uh, nine thirty to ten, my show was on. You know, they'd be like, "Gary, you take over BT's Twitter account." That's and dumb. every time I'd be sitting there, I'd be like, "ATL, ATL, ATL." I go, "What the fuck is this show?" ATL. What <laughs> <laughs> the hashtag fuck? ATL? My show's not an ATL. <laughs> I know what it was. Oh shit. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. They actually gave you the the access to their account. And you promote your own show. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Well, they want interaction with the fans and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So, it was cool. Yeah, I, I got. It was a fun year. It was an easy, you know, easy job. And and looking back on it now that it's been three four years, the good thing about it, I have a time capsule of, of my family at that time mm-hmm. with the kids and everybody yeah. like that. Yeah. So I got a I got a, I got a little pocket. I can always go back and when you know we'll laugh at it in ten years because they yeah. were young and stuff. When like I watched that. it, I was like, "This is exactly who I thought Gary was." Like I was, I was praying that you wouldn't have changed up for the TV. Oh yeah, uh, no, it was, it was, it was pretty accurate. Yeah. Like reality TV is like, I say it's your life on HGH and steroids. Like it's mm-hmm. reality, but they amp shit up to make it entertaining. You know yeah. what I mean? You kind of know spice some it of the up a little bit. But does it behind the scenes? Does it really like be because you know people really be having like beef behind the scenes on reality show, but they when they get on the camera, they uh-huh. they act like there's no beef. Yeah, is that is that how how it? I mean, you well, see other people. My family. Yeah, I'm about to say. Well, I don't you, think you, Gary you was wilding out like that. You had beef with your <laughs> well, own family. We, we <laughs> had some issues. <laughs> 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 yeah. Austin, Austin, who is a lot like me, he he um he just wasn't ready. I mean, granted, I kind of said, hey, we got a TV show. Now you're on TV. He didn't ask for that. Oh. And he'd, sometimes he'd be like, I don't feel like working today. See? And I was like, dude, it's a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to make About it. us. Like, yeah, so when staff. it comes to the kids, do the producers ever say, like, will they, like, have them, like, act out or, like, do something that'll kind of get a rise out of you just kind of planned out that you didn't know about or anything no, like that? No, they didn't do that with us. How that do they get the spicy show? situations? It's like, okay. It wasn't that kind of show at all. Oh, okay. trying to show, like, a, actually, the state <laughs> of the country is now, now the show would have been timely. Yeah. Where the state we're in right now, that would have been a it would have been a perfect show right now yeah. in the state of the country. But mm-hmm. now they never have my kids kids act up like that. That wasn't the type of show it was. Really. <laughs> wasn't no drama. wasn't no real husbands. My daughter. No, it was kind of like it was just t- it was kind of like your everyday life and what you did is like mm-hmm. like what you did every day. Like you was chilling in some days, and I was like, you got some time to chill. Yeah, that don't make no sense. He's in yeah. there. I, it's a great job though, because like they don't come in, so they wouldn't come into my house till nine a.m. Right. And we wouldn't start filming until eleven because they got to set up all the cameras and stuff. And, yeah. uh, and then we, they, I think they had since we had kids, it was it was eight or nine hour workday. So mm-hmm. by six seven o'clock, they were gone. Mm-hmm. You know, that's leave. still a long time to have cameras. In. Like, were you happy? Not happy, but were you like, I'm okay with it being over because I don't want all these cameras in my house. Uh-uh, I like it. That's why Did I got this business. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And they 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 have a way to mind fuck you because. Uh, 
my wife was like, not, they're not coming in our bedroom. That's the one place. They were in right. our bedroom every day. Like, <laughs> all in that shit. Closet. I was like this. How did you do that? Every time I ask her to do something, I can't get shit out of her. And this guy comes in. No, just, I think the scene would be better. <laughs> we got you guys walking out of the bedroom. And let's get Gary coming out of the bathroom. Oh, oh okay. How you do that? He's a trained professional. That's, Man. Yeah, that's I was going to say, answer. that's what but it is. They're also, everyone on my, uh, everyone that was on the Gary Owen show was coming off their Kardashians. So they've been there, done that. They've seen it all. Yeah. Oh. We have Peter Murray behind it. Oh, that's that was a sense of frustration because they would send like a cut of the show to BET. Keep in mind, this is what they do. They're Emmy winners, and then and BET would give them notes, and the guys at Peter Murray would be like, "Did they? This is what we do, right? Give us what the hell they mean? Give us notes." <laughs> wow. Wow. What they think they are? Right. Yeah. So, so the comparisons of Tommy from Power. Yeah. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That we happens. become friends off of that. Me and Joe Sakura, uh-huh. we've actually become pretty good friends because of the <laughs> he gets stopped and I get stopped. So <laughs> we start always be tagging each other uh-huh. pictures, and then people put up side-by-side shots. And uh-huh. then we, I don't know. I don't know how we exchanged numbers one time. We, we Oh, I did a Power something. It was a talk show after Power. Oh, oh, Power After Dark or something. Yeah, I remember Terrence that. J hosted it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they made sure me and Joseph was, was on the same episode, and that's where we met. I gotta watch. So y'all have been on screen together. I was about to say you gonna yeah, have yeah, to do yeah, it one time, one time. I'm a lot taller than him. Did you I think he's about five ten? Have you ever did an impersonation of him? Me and Epps, me and Mike Epps, Brisha <laughs> Webb, and Zule did a little sketch. We were shooting Meet the Blacks too, and we did a sketch. Uh, it's on YouTube. Okay, I gotta um, check it out. Yeah, where we did a like power list. I want to see. Oh my god, I gotta take that out there. The 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 uh the uh the one you did on the Breakfast Club of uh, Takashi Six Nine. Oh my god, I Tears, remember that bro. shit. How did you come up with that? Like, what would you like? Like, what made you do it? Like, it was like when when I seen Gary on there, I was like, this nigga. <laughs> No, he had. He, he had like a fucking eye patch on too, like that. Yo, he had all the stuff on his on his face. Yeah, he came on Thursday or Friday, and I was coming on Monday or Tuesday because you when you film the Breakfast Club, it airs the next day. Oh, okay. So it's not live. So I was like, when I saw him, I go, I didn't really know who he was. Like I heard about him, I didn't know. And when I saw his interview, I said, okay, that, that he's he's kind of sharp. He gets where he's at in this world. I, and then when he said, this is going to be the highest rated interview you ever had, I go, yep. and then I saw the numbers <laughs> climbing. Yeah. I called my manager. I said, yo, I'm on in like three days. I said, can we get a makeup artist? And I'm going to come in as him, but don't tell nobody. So the lady came to my my hotel about 4.30 in the morning. It took her like three hours to get everything done. Because mm-hmm. I didn't take out my shirt. I had everything. I had the 6'9 no on my chest <laughs> in case I went there. But I couldn't take the shirt off because the wig would pop off. I was like, ah, I should have worn a button down. I just didn't think about properly. But I had this, this is what I want to show. Oh, I had fuck. Should have just went. Man, come on, and they man. Never that knew. was still classic. Like, they, when I got there, it was funny was even before the interview, I'm in the lobby waiting to get called in. And Charlamagne was on his phone. And he walked right by. I go, what's up, man? He goes, hey, what's up? And I go, damn. Scary part is. You're used to seeing shit like this. He didn't even realize it was me. <laughs> Damn. Wow. They, they ran with it, but nobody knew. Nobody knew. That is dope, man. When I seen that, I cried. Like, I was just like, what, what? the fuck? You like, cried? No, no, I cried out of tears because I was like, because as soon as it come on, you like, is this Gary or is this somebody else? <laughs> yeah. And then you watch the whole thing and he, you sit there literally acting at, at, yeah, like this person. Yeah, I was like, he ain't even came out of character not one time. Mm-hmm. Like, you, don't, you didn't even do your real interview? I did a couple things. You did a couple? <laughs> Fuck the promo. I'm about to get this. 
I'm about to get these views because that yeah. was like genius, man. Yeah. I got to ask you about these movies, man. Everybody on the outside like us, normal people just watch movies, of course. We see an hour and a half condensed version. But what is a what is shooting a movie like? Because I know I think like a man too, to cast all of those comedians. Do y'all ever get, like, how long does it take y'all to shoot a scene? Or are y'all there for months trying to get this oh, shit right? Or uh, how does it work? It's just a lot of coke. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's, it's really taxing on my <laughs> A lot of cocaine. Okay. So I'm signing up. Where do I get an uh, app? <laughs> I don't know. It's every every, every Can film I get is app? different. All right, go ahead. Yeah, every film's different. So. Meet the Blacks. Meet oh, the Blacks hilarious. was an independent film when we shot it. And Y'all didn't have no trailer or anything. Uh, no. uh, it was tiny. It was a really tiny trailer. <laughs> we shot it some house outside of Sacramento. Like, not in Sacramento. It was like an hour and a half. And I remember um, I remember we stayed at a Best Western. It was a shithole. But it was the only hotel they had Damn. out there. <laughs> wow. And uh, I, we, I didn't know if that movie was going to see a lot of day. I didn't know if anybody ever see it. Damn. We shot it. I was like, ah, I don't know if anybody's going to see this shit. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you know how black people is. We we give, we give the low budgets. A, a you know, damn well those are the ones that become classics <laughs> and shit. Like in yeah. the hood, everybody sees it. We got a sequel, but then when you get a movie like Think Like a Man, that was probably the most excited I was when um when I you, you're not excited when you're shooting. You're excited when you get the phone call. You got the part. That's mm-hmm. the exciting part because once you're on set, you're working. Yeah. And when the movie comes out, you're like, oh, you don't look at it like a movie. You're looking at like all the work I did in the movie. Yeah. So mm-hmm. but like. When you get the phone call saying you got the part, yeah. that's when you kind of celebrate and go out to eat and like, oh, I can't believe it. And I knew Think Like a Man was going to be a big get, I'll say, because I was like, I was looking at the cast yeah. and I was looking like, oh, I don't know. And then when we were shooting it, it just felt right. I was like, man, and I remember that one of the producers at the rap party said, we're, we're going to do the sequel. The movie hadn't got out yet. Mm-hmm. He goes, we're doing the sequel. I said, we're doing a sequel. It hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> and then he goes, we're just watching the, 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 you know, all the footage coming in, and it's beautifully shot, and everybody's delivering. And I was just like, the, the, the one thing I remember about the movie, though, when we did the first table read and everybody was together, Kevin, the movie was clearly written for Kevin to shine. That mm-hmm. he was, he was, I was just sitting there as a comedian. I was like, God damn, he's getting all fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry Ferris said the best. He goes, when we sat in the table read, we knew um, it was set up for Kevin to hit a home run. We just didn't know how far he was going to hit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knocked it out the park. But everybody was just played their role. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was probably the funniest. And we're still close. Like, everyone in the cast, we still text each other and email when we got projects coming out. Yeah. And I'm I'm getting a little tired of the fundraisers everybody has. That's the problem with having like rich friends. Oh hey, I'm my god! Fundraiser in my house. Can you donate? Fuck. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tax write off. Shit. <laughs> I give the one wow. more fucking politician. <laughs> okay. It's gotta be cool having rich friends. I don't feel sorry for you on that one. Yes, I want. I want some. <laughs> so, um, how did you get in Meet the Blacks too? Because you died. Dude, I talk hey, about it. I play a completely different character. Everybody brings it up. Like, I don't even care. Just send me the script. I'm coming through. The director called me. Goes, Gary, man, I got good news. We got we got picked for the sequel. I was like, yeah, but I died. I was like, we ain't, we ain't worried about that shit. What? So I'm playing just a different dude. Nobody brings it up. What? The? I, literally, I looked. I'm like, but okay. I got shot. Just, it was funny. <laughs> you know what it happens in a couple of movies and uh, TV shows? Like, people come back. Like, I think, like, in, well, she didn't die, but I think, like, Queen Latifah had two different roles in uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, did she? That, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. She died in one? No, she, uh, no, she didn't uh, die. <laughs> but nobody, nobody, no, like he said, like, nobody, 
Nobody even remembered that. She at first she was like his friend. The one and, who was in love with him, right? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then and then I think she ended up becoming like uh somebody else that was famous that was there. She but. was a waitress too one time. Yeah. Like a rude waitress. Right. See, like she, like that's the I thought it was that. like um she was like a music producer on that's, there. Or that's, something. What, that's what I'm saying. But at first she wasn't. At first she was like the crazy girl. She yeah. liked him. We have to watch it. Yeah. Don't worry. She was a rude waitress too on an episode. <laughs> yeah. Queen Latifah, she man. So before the big movie star Gary, we all now I mean know now, there had to be a struggle at some point. At what point did Gary Owen say, I want to be a comedian? And what did you do? What was your first step? To oh, start, huh? That's all I ever wanted to do was be a comedian. You serious? Yeah, really. Even in high school, like uh, I was in sixth grade, and my I was talking when the gym teacher was talking, and uh, it was first day of school, and he said, uh, we, we, "What are you going to be a comedian or something?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and he said he had a backtrack. He goes, "Oh, not my class." And he still tells the story to this day. He goes, "Damn, this dude called it." Yeah, <laughs> eleven years old, some big comedian. That's all. I mean, even when I like I played sports in high school, but. I was just there to entertain. I could care less if we won or lost. Yeah. Because there's a video of me sacking the quarterback and I moonwalk back to the huddle. Oh, <laughs> <snap. laughs> they say he's just going to be a comedian. Got a flag never, thrown I, and everything. I wrestled. I was always, always, always there. To, I thought when I wrestled it was like WWE. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, oh, these motherfuckers are serious. And they <laughs> right. I still was making a WWE right. shit. I was pinning myself. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> making faces at the crowd. <laughs> Yo, that is hilarious. They say, get his ass off the mat. Yeah, I got That's all I want to do, though. I got life. So I got you were it. always the funny one, like at the family events and the, the funny friend, all yeah. of that, everything. Class I got real clown. Sick. I, um, for the longest time, I had like my roommates when I was in the Navy and then even out. I always had like really attractive roommates, like dudes that could pick up women. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was so sick of going out with them. And they pick up the baddest chick in the club, and then she'd be like, I like you. I'm going to hook my friend up with you. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm so sick of getting a friend hook up. Yeah, yeah. Don't you hook up me. I want you, goddamn. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you that. Did you have more hoes before uh-oh, the fame uh-oh, that's a or after thing. the fame? Oh, no, after. After the fame. No, so I, mean, I, mean, I mean, not after the fame. I mean, after you started doing comedy. Comedy gives you, you confidence. Yeah. Even even off stage, it gives you confidence. So it's mm-hmm. just, I, I notice like, oh, I'm really starting to talk to more women now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have something to offer, like yeah. free tickets. Even the show might be at <laughs> right. Smokey's Bar and Grill, but I have something to offer. <laughs> I got something yeah, going on, baby. You come see me? All right. Yeah. I didn't know you was that fun. <laughs> <laughs> see, I used to do, I used, oh my God. <laughs> I used to do, I used to do a lot of comedy uh, at the improv as well. I, I tell everybody that they know, but I don't do it as much anymore. But I did notice the difference when you got the attention of everybody. They want that attention too. So I'm just like, before you had started, I don't know, got married you were mm-hmm. did you were you traveling uh not that much i was in the navy so i was, I was oh stuck. you got married right after right after you got out the navy no no but oh. i'm saying i was i was in the navy when i got the job on bet I no was still shit active duty no I was shit drive back san diego going to work i did not know that yeah. wow. i thought you had, i thought you had okay so when you were doing bet bet comic view first time before i was a host i was still active duty no navy shit. yeah i drove because they, they filmed the whole season in a week you start Monday through Friday. It was either three, four, or five episodes. I can't remember. So every day they was doing a bunch of episodes. So the whole season was in a week. They shot it. That's crazy. God, and man. so I just took a week's leave, drove up to L.A. because I had auditioned and gotten on the show. So I just thought, it's whatever. So I'm literally on TV 
And I'm, I was a cop on the base, and I'd be waving cars on the base. Like, I'd be sitting there like this. <laughs> and then somebody would be like this. Hey, man, I see you on TV last night. Yeah, yeah, keep going. <laughs> right, Come on, man. You know? You could even take, you could even, you could even uh, bullshit with them, dog. Come uh, on, keep, you had uh, to keep it stern. On, come on. Damn. Yeah, yeah, that was me. That was me. So I'm sitting there pulling people over on the base. They've double taken. What? what? Okay, how did you get How did you get out the Navy and then was like, I'm about to be doing this? Did they well, you have I to was, wait your time? I was on my way out. I already made the decision, like, I'm going to get out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do, do stand-up. And then um, Curtis Gatson called, who used to run BET, the head of BET, and he was like, we want to make you the host. Damn. And I still had, like, six months left on my enlistment. And I was like, dang, how am I going to do this? They weren't filming for another three months, so I just I got on got in front of a board and asked to get out a few months early, and it was cool. My 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 command was cool, and then I remember um, when you get out of the military, you got to take this week long class called TAP class, Transition Assistance Program, mm. and it's basically they're they're preparing you for what life is like outside the military because you might not have a steady paycheck like you're used to, and I told everyone said the same thing. I was the last person to stand up, and everybody said either college, military, or moving home. That's the only three things I heard. And I stood up. I said, I'm going to be a comedian. <laughs> she goes, well, do you have a backup plan? I go, oh, I'm be a comedian. She said, you get the job bill? I said, yeah, but I ain't going to use it. And yeah. then uh, she was like, I don't know. So this was Monday. And, or Tuesday or Wednesday, I invited her to a show. I said, come see me perform. So the lady came to see me. And she, I remember she came back to class Thursday morning. And she was like, I've never told this to anybody. She goes, but you're making the right decision. Oh. She goes, and it wasn't even the fact if I was funny or not. She goes, you're, you're, I could see it in your eyes. That's your passion. That's dope. She said, I saw it when you went on stage. She goes, you didn't look like that in class. When you got on stage, she goes, that's when you came to life. Yeah. Yeah. So, how I mean, how long were you doing comedy before Comic View? Six months. You only did comedy for six months and you got the, the yeah. Comic View job? Well, no, I, probably about a year. But, I mean, I was doing comedy about six months when I first got on BET Comic View. That's one of the comics. Oh. I just got lucky. Damn. Yeah. I was best. about to say, so were you that super funny or did you get a no, couple of breaks best. or? You're just the best. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Exactly. I did not know what that story. You <laughs> yeah, when you're the best, it is what it is, you know. I don't yeah. know if you guys thought you had on, but this ain't J.J. Reddick. It's <laughs> <laughs> Ron James. But... <laughs> Have there ever been any shows, like, because I know um, – a lot of people say you always have the stinkers. You always have the ones where you might just have a bad crowd. You don't have the material yeah. for this type. Or you just might have just had a hostile environment. Like, you ever had those, like, that just made you want to drop the mic and leave? Well, it's like fucking an ugly chick. Every guy's done it. We just ain't talking. <laughs> well, never bring what? it up. <laughs> well, she now, looked at me. I was like, no. Now, no, no. You, now you can talk about it. Well, now you can talk about it. Go ahead. No, I don't, I've never been booed, like, boo, get off stage. Yeah. I did have an incident in um, a place called The Rage on Santa Monica. Which is still there to this day. It's a gay bar. Oh, uh, so I'm I'm just calling anywhere Humble to go up. I don't know anything, right? So yeah. I'm just calling, calling anything with a microphone to stage. And they said, "Yeah, we have a variety show on Tuesdays." I said, "Great." So I'm in San Diego. I drive up. You sign up at four. You come back at nine. If you get on the show, the show starts at ten. So I got mm-hmm. there at four. Signed up. Came back at nine. They said, "You're on the show. You're the ninth of ten acts tonight." Cool. So ten o'clock comes. I started looking around. I goes, there's a lot of dudes here. <laughs> What's going on? And I realized, oh, shit, this is a gay bar. So here I am, straight white male, going up in these this gay bar. I didn't get booed. I got gonged. And I only got half a joke out. And they let me have it. Damn. Because they wanted song Half a joke? Oh, okay. They, they, don't, they you got to get off. You got to come you out. You got to go. <laughs> but a guy came out dressed in drag. And then he was pulled out on like a wagon. 
with two people dressed like Ving Rhames with the Pulp Fiction. Uh, no. All shit. <laughs> no. They were like his slaves. And they pulled him out, and he just went. He did like this. <laughs> and the crowd went fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Y'all are here bullshit. And Isn't my that- dumb ass don't know you should leave. So I stayed thinking it's LA, making contacts. <laughs> I got like, dude trying to give me massages and shit. Is there footage of this? No, I don't. <laughs> no. This is before everybody had phones, cell phones. Okay, so okay. so I looked I I, I was researching and uh, I don't know if this was your first role, but this was the Wayans Brothers. Was that your first acting role? No, first acting role was held up with Jamie Foxx. Oh, was it? And the Wayans Brothers came shortly after that. that was the same Did you year. think anybody was going to see Held Up? Huh? <laughs> Did you think anybody was going to see Held Up? Oh, I thought it was going to be huge. It was good, though. Wait, it was, but it, it was just Jamie. didn't. Yeah. We had, look, if you look at that cast now, it's an amazing cast. Sarah Paulson, who's been Oscar-nominated, is just killing it on everything. And then Jamie Foxx, that was pre-Oscar Jamie. Yeah. Then you had Nia Long. And, like, oh, me and Jamie yeah, was the two big ones in that. Yeah. And then uh, and then uh, Barry Corbin, who was coming off Northern Exposure, which was a huge show in the early 90s. We just had a – we had Gary Busey's son, Jake Busey. We just had a solid cast, man. I thought I thought, I thought the movie was pretty legit in the, in the gas station, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jamie got me that part. He saw me on stage no and was shit. like, yo, uh, I got this movie, man. Come fuck with me. And I was like, all right. So he got me the audition. Granted, it was my audition to lose. I right. could have really fucked it up and I got the part. So I right. was ready. But he got me the audition and then I just got on like a week later. That's very watching it now. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I went live like a, a true fan and shit. I'm on the show. I know you don't get that usually celebrities and shit, but I just had to go live, which is the ghetto, most ghetto shit. But like I had to put on my life page. Shortest live ever. Gary Owen dropped by. Ever. I just gave him a little taste because, you know what I mean? Just pulling me in. That's how I did with Mike. Like a little clip. I give y'all 15 seconds. Marasaka and then, you know, that's it. That's it. So speaking of Mike, he gave us a um, story about someone stealing a joke of his. Michael Blackson? Yeah. Stole Somebody stole, stole his closer. Somebody they, they stole, stole his, his dick closer, joke. His dick joke. <laughs> he had, what joke? He had a dick joke. He had a dick joke where he pulled a ditto out, and he would end it like, this is the biggest black dick or something like that he had said. Yeah, he would Somebody, pull out a fake dick. And, <laughs> look at, look I'm at sorry, like, a fake dick. My the joke bad. was he <laughs> said he had a disease called some kind of big dick syndrome or something. He would pull it out, and he was like, that was his closer That's for like a, two years. That's a good thing. So I can't put that on TV. He said that's the reason that's he, he didn't get. That was the reason he didn't get on Def, Def Comedy Jam. Yeah. Well, they didn't because that was his, his audition. I guess it was too raw for Def Comedy. Well, Jam. I guess they didn't steal his joke. He said they stole the actual dick. Yeah. Is what they said. couldn't afford another dick, man. It, it, so well, why did we ask him that? Why didn't you just go purchase another a replacement? No, he, we did. He said it was over. He said after that he was just he moved on. From I gotta it. stop smoking weed. I forgot. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> it's, it's the weed. So is anybody. <laughs> I actually, I actually heard you say that you don't watch other comedians because yeah. you don't want to have the same jokes that they have. But it was an instance where somebody, y'all both had the same joke. I forgot who it was, but it was like two di- different, totally different jokes or something like that. Been two instances. I stopped watching comedy probably, I don't know, 10, 11 years ago just because I want to know my jokes are mine. Mm-hmm. I don't want everybody to be like, you stole that. I was like, I don't care if somebody else told it. I know I wrote it. Right. You know what I mean? yeah. And I've never been accused of stealing. I don't want to get that out there. Never. Yeah. But there's only there's been two instances where I was like, huh, that was interesting. <laughs> One was uh, me and DL were on a show together in Miami, and we had the exact same joke. And I know I didn't steal from him, and I know he didn't steal from me. It's yeah. just comedians' minds think alike. Always go. So I'm always, I'm always like stopping comedians. Like, don't just automatically think somebody stole your bit. You know what right. I mean? Our minds work similar. You don't, you don't own getting your dick sucked. 
Right. You know, you exactly. don't own eating pussy. There's only so many ways you can do that. Right. Yeah. I've seen literary comics do that. None of them know I do a joke about eating pussy. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. You got a you got a corner on that market. <laughs> That's all you, baby. Ian That's all that you. On the side of the stage, like a dude is up before him, like this motherfucker know I do a joke about eating pussy. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> huh? So as I I, I stopped watching stand, but me and DL and a joke was. It was right when LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami for okay. the first time back in 2010. Yeah. And it was funny because I said, I knew he was going to Miami. I said, I've been to Cleveland and I've been to Miami. It's not a tough decision. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're where I want to live. I said, I asked him, dude, who you want to fuck, Beyonce or Precious? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, DL, how the fuck did we pick the same two people? Damn. He picked Beyonce. Well, Precious just came out. That was hot. Yeah. You know, so it was like, oh, I was okay. like how the hell did we pick the same two people? So I went up before him. I was uh-huh. going to say, who I'm went up literally first? literally in the lobby <laughs> hustling t-shirts and DL's headlining. Yeah. And I heard him say it and the crowd went completely silent. And then he got him back. So we're out to dinner afterwards. And I said, hey, man, did you know the crowd went silent? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I said I, I told the same joke. <laughs> I had already told that shit, and we started laughing about it. It wasn't like how dare you. It was like we just laughed. We was like, damn, yeah. was crazy. We both thought of the same thing. Yeah, but decided we had corner. Now the one time they out and out stole my shit. There's no doubt. Uh oh, we want names and dates and times. It was a show called Chocolate Sundays on Showtime. Oh, okay. And uh, I had a bit on my special that came that I f- recorded in 2011. That came out in 2012, a special called True Story. My closing bit was I would bring a black guy on stage to say the N-word for me. I just was telling them that before you got here. Oh, wow. I seen you do it. Yeah. Well, that joke came about like four years earlier. I was at the improv, uh-huh. and, and D-Ray sent me the raw footage. For some reason, somebody filmed it, so I got it on footage. This, this black guy was heckling me, and yeah. I said, uh, man... If I was black right now, I'd call you the N-word, but I'm not allowed. That's what I said, I said. And then the whole crowd, man, you can say it. I said, oh, I ain't saying that shit. Yeah. And D-Ray was like, man, you can say it. I said, well, you come over and say it for me. So D-L, I mean, uh, D-Ray came up wow. and said the N-word for it. That's when I started going off on a dude. That's where the joke came from. Yeah. Nice Did it tough. on my special. Chocolate Sundays comes out like 2015, mm-hmm. 16. Mm-hmm. They turned my bit into a sketch. Oh. And this is why I know they they was lying and they stole it because <laughs> I called Pookie and I'm friends with Pookie. This is not a knock on Pookie Wigginton. I said his full name. Great. So <laughs> Put anyways, him out there. I um I called him. I said, Pookie, man, you guys did my joke. I said, you could have called me. I yeah. would have told you you could have did it. I would have just said, based on a joke by Gary Owen, give me the credit. But I wasn't trying to get no money off of it. The yeah. joke is what it is. It's living. I was like, you could have called me. He goes, I said, well, he goes, man, I don't know. I'm just not sure you're talking about. I said, dude, I told him the whole joke. I said, so who wrote it? Let me know where I need to uh, make. Who do I need to find? He goes, well, we have a, we have a writer's room and we have a think tank. I said, well, somebody came up with it. (laughs) When he couldn't give me a name, that's when I knew somebody stole it. I said, you can't give me a name of who wrote the sketch. So you have a sketch comedy show with writers and you can't tell me the writer wrote the sketch. I go, somebody stole it. I'm telling you. Damn, wow, man. Do you have any beef with people like in the in the comedy industry? Like people that you probably like, I don't want, I don't want to fuck with them. I don't no, want to work with them. I would them. never air it on on a show. Yeah, I thought so we'd we'll especially not this one. I, knew, I, I, I don't I, have any though. Play hard copy, goddamn. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to know too. <laughs> no, nah, I don't have one. There's, there's, there's only a handful of people I won't work with. Because uh, knowing, knowing, uh, going through the improv, there's a lot of. Uh, famous people that w- that will tell you I don't want to work with him or I don't want to work with them. You know, well, I don't because... want to be around bad energy. 
Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. So if you if I know you, I'll be like, I don't want to be around that man. Yeah. There's a couple comics. I'm just like, they just. It's weird. Like comics, they hit and they get in their forties, and they ain't hit like they sh- think they should hit, or they had an early success and then it, it, they're not what they were. Mm-hmm. It's either you find Jesus, or you get bitter. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's either fuck the world or I love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no in between on it. Okay. All right. And right now you're you love everybody. Right. Well, my career, like, I haven't fallen off. I hope not. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> COVID made everybody fall off, really. I was just about to say, um, from your point of view, this whole coronavirus thing, like, has it, how big has the impact been on stand-up comedy and, and touring and the comedy clubs and all that? Did it slow everything down or there's just certain? Everything shut down. And right now, it's, um, most of the Republican states are open. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Like, I don't like how it's political. Like the dem- the states with the Democratic uh, governors, they're mm-hmm. the ones that shit ain't open. That's why New York and California is not really open. Yeah, mm-hmm. comedians can't make money there. But Republican states, they're like, fuck it. So they're open. Wow. I, I wish they wouldn't have shut down the economy. I wish they would have just started wearing masks from jump and told people how to, you know, prevent it. But yeah, I think it just has to run its course. For being honest, yeah. I think everybody at some point is going to get some strand of it or be around somebody. Mm-hmm. Just let it run through. And then when we get mm-hmm. school, we'll be all be fine. But I can't wait till all of this shit is over. But another thing, a lot of comedians have had to do different things while the coronavirus is like podcasts. I didn't know that you had a podcast. And I looked at I watched like two or three episodes in the last couple of days. Did you always want to do a podcast or is it something that you said like, hey, I so I can kill it in this, I got to stand up? Is it just something to add to the resume? Is that a passion or I didn't want. I, I, honestly, I looked at I looked at podcasts like it was beneath me. If Ooh, I'm being completely you honest, dirty like four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so my main podcast, I ain't doing a podcast. I'm busy. I'm working. I ain't got time for that. And then, then yeah. I start thinking like, wait a minute. If, if I'm not losing money, and I can just talk, yeah, okay, that's what I do anyways. So I go, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it a shot. So yeah. I was enjoying it. And then my biggest issue with the podcast was the technical side. Like mm-hmm. I'm talent. I don't know how to do all these cameras and mics and stuff. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't even like wearing headphones. I'm not even wearing headphones. Anymore. I see that. I see so, that. We saw that. So I'm like, I'm like <laughs> I just want to talk. Yeah. When I, when I started doing my podcast, um, the engineer, like, his wife got pregnant and something else happened. And I was just like, I couldn't get a hold of him. So now I'm setting everything up. And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I wasn't enjoying the process. Right. Yeah. Like, it was like a job. And I don't ever want to feel like I'm going to work. Exactly. So then I got... I got it. It's funny how I got my podcast deal. Mm-hmm. So I go in to do Brian Callen and Brennan Schaub's podcast, Fighter and the Kid. Mm-hmm. So as I'm there, um, uh, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson were shooting promos for Up and Smoke. Okay. So all those podcasts are in the same building, right? It's in Santa Monica. All they do is podcast there. And Baby, write that down. That's what so we had in later. Literally, I, Matt Barnes is smoking a joint, and they're playing, like, uh, they're playing Nipsey. I'll never forget. They're playing Nipsey Hustle. And he's they got the cameraman and stuff. So I stand behind Stephen Jackson, and none of these white execs know, like I'm black famous. They didn't right. really know the level. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm standing behind Stephen Jackson, and he doesn't see me. I go, "Wow, how original! Black guy smoking weed, listening to rap." <laughs> this concept. And, and Stephen Jackson went, "What the? F- oh, what's up, G? <laughs> and you saw all these white guys go." the fuck was that? <laughs> so then we're talking and shit and then they pulled me aside and then they started doing the research yeah and they said wow man you got an audience and you know like especially with the black audience black audiences aren't as 
hip to podcasts as like white audiences right now. Yeah. There's some that are through the roof, but for the most part, most of the top podcasts are white mm-hmm. stuff. That's the audience. So he was like, dude, we think we could take your audience, bring them into our audience, and melt it together. Yeah. And then COVID hit right when we were start filming in the Damn. studio. So I was doing it from my house, but they sent all the camera. Mm-hmm. It to me step by step. So my shit just, I never took the camera equipment down. I didn't want to fuck it up. Yeah. At my house, I had a room and it just stayed there for like three months. Yeah. Just sit down. But I was able to get, I said, now I can start having guests. Yeah. And I said, man, that's going to tell me how people feel about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have a talent booker. I'm calling everybody myself. Mm-hmm. So once I got Kev and Tiff out the box, they was like this, damn. Smug went hard. Yeah, he came out the gate dope. Like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, they was like, damn, you got Kevin? They thought I was lying. I got him. So I mean, your relationship changed as as they grow. You know, because you saying you got Kev, like people was like, "How the fuck you get Kev?" I mean, did that relate? Did they think your relationship changed because he was with Kevin? Yeah. No, what you mean? Because he got huge. Yeah. No, it's funny. Like you think they change until you're around them, oh, okay. and then you're like, "Ah, oh, it's the same." Man, that's the. But you know, you know, when you come up with people, like I always say, comedians were like in frats. So my frat was like 98 to 2002, three. That's when I was in LA and I'm open mic in. And when you go to improv or comedy stores, you see the lineup and it was like, granted there's 500 comedians you've never heard of, but you yeah. had like D-Ray and Cat. That's when it was Cat in a Hat and he had one tooth. Yeah. And it wasn't Cat Williams. Yep. And then uh, Kevin was on that list. That, that's like my fraternity of guys that we all came up together. That's good. Um, so when somebody hits, you know, you, you're not around them for a year or so. And then yeah. when you run into them, you wonder. Yeah. And some people do change. But 90% don't yeah. when you got history with them. So, yeah. like, I won't see Kev for a while. But then as soon as I see him, I'll be like, oh, it's just it's just us cutting up again. Mm-hmm. But then when we leave, it gets weird. Because you, so. you probably don't. You, I mean, like, I don't know. You, they don't text as much. Or you don't, probably don't call as much or hang out as much. got their hustles, man. Yeah. You know, real mm-hmm. friends, you ain't got to do that, though. Yeah. Even, even guys I went to high school with. And mm-hmm. I'm guilty of it, too. Like, I might not answer a text. Like, fuck, I forgot to answer him. So it's yeah. not, like, personal. It's just people get on with their own lives. Like, yeah. my best friends are two guys I went to high school with. And we don't – we'll go months without talking. But as soon as we start talking, it's like we in 11th grade in the hallway again. See, yeah. Robert? There ain't no problem. I don't have to talk to you every day. Oh, he's sensitive. Yeah, I ain't sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't hung out in a minute. We ain't hung out in a minute. He's sensitive. You can get your feelings. That's the thing about stand up. You can get your feelings. So oh, hell yeah. Back and you're quick to be like, I'm a fucking man with Hollywood. Because I had, I had Aries Spears on my podcast. You know, Aries is notorious for going off on people sometimes. Yeah. You know? And I told him, I said, Aries, you got to stop taking stuff so personal. <laughs> like, people have lives. I mean, he was telling me, like, a story about Will Packer, how Will Packer said he was a fan of his. They exchanged numbers. He goes, and he called Will. He goes, I got like a two-text rule, and if you don't get back to me, I'm not fucking with you. I said, you can't do that, man. Oh, wow. I said, take a breath. I said, okay, let's say this, Aries. What if you text Will? He's about to text you back, mm-hmm. and fucking Barack Obama texts him yeah. or calls him. I said, he's going to take that call, and that's not out of the ordinary. I go, and then he just might have forgot. Fuck, I meant to get back to Aries. Mm-hmm. I said, you can't take stuff like that personal. Guy's got all kinds of shit going on. Yeah. What if his daughter got sick and she's in the hospital and you don't know? Mm-hmm. And you're in your feelings. Like, we all going through shit exactly. outside of this. Yeah. So you don't know. Exactly. So stop being so sensitive, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to get movies. So we ask everybody on the show, unless y'all want to do something first. Go ahead, go ahead. Rock, okay. rock out. Okay. So we ask everyone on the show their top five movies, mm-hmm. comedy movies, and then top five comedians. 
So man, that's a tough one. You gotta, you should have emailed me. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Top five comedy. Movies. I know Coming to America's up there. One Tommy Boy's up there. Tommy Boy. Oh, this wow. is a new one. Uh, okay. Walk hard. Walk hard. Have you ever seen Walk Hard? Do a cock story. Oh. Holy fuck. Hold, hold on, That's what? one of the best huh? movies that nobody talks about. Walk hard. You talking about with uh, think of with Kevin Riley? Who? Not not Joaquin Phoenix. The Dewey Cox story. I haven't seen Judd this. Apatow, Dude with the, the crazy hair. Um, he was in the movie oh! with Will Ferrell. Yeah, it was on Netflix. I didn't watch it though. Yo, it's one. It's one. It's top. It's top three. <laughs> top five. <laughs> no way. No way. Yo. I've never heard nobody say that before, Gary. Well, everybody I talk to that seems like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm you got one. Is it, is it based on the true story? Huh? It's based on the it's true comedy. story. It's a parody of the Johnny Cash story that came oh. out. Oh. It's a parody of Remember it. this one. When I this tell one. you. This dude. <laughs> that shit's so fucking funny. All right. I'm going to watch one. it. Yeah, that shit just look hilarious. We got coming to dude, America. He's, he's, there's one line in it that is such a guy line. So he's he's a huge rock star. Uh-huh. So of course he's he's cheating on his wife. He's out there, right? And his wife catches him in bed with another woman, and then they're he goes, you know, they're going off. And she goes, "Dude, you cheated on me." He goes, "Well, you drank the last of the milk. <laughs> <laughs> Stop acting like I'm the only one. I want some cereal, and I couldn't eat it." Because I said that's such a guy. Thing. We're completely offset. We was fucking another chick. And like, well, I want a cereal. <laughs> Dude, you're just not going to bring that up. So I'm just an asshole because I slept with another woman, but you drank the last of the milk. Oh, my like, God. That sounds about we right. We both doing shit around does. here. It means the same Dude, does. I'll tell you. That sounds about right. Was it coming to America? Tommy Boy. Walk hard. Walk hard. Tom, hold on. Tommy Boy. A lot of people don't know that one. That's with uh, the dude from C- SNL, right? Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I knew his name. I just couldn't think of it right no. off the bat. Chris Farley. And, so and uh, yep. That yeah, movie, you weren't going to guess neither one of them names. Go ahead. I, I, you know, black people, we would have told them what they played <laughs> We'd be knowing who yeah. they are, but we just can't say yeah. those names. Yeah. I was going to tell you what you played on. That's Snoop Dogg, right? Young Jeezy, we could get okay, them. Okay, so yeah. that's three. You got two more. Mm, I think. I want to give a good one. And this is your top favorite of all yeah. time. Like, you could, like, these are movies like you could watch over and yeah. over. Because yeah. some, mo- some comedy movies, you watch it, and you're like, I was all right. But then you watch it again, and you'll catch something. You watch yeah. it again, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. like, fuck, that movie's funny, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, that's like we we had put life on here. Yeah, we still do that with life and coming yeah. to America. Twenty years later, like All I never time. noticed that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but these are two movies already that we don't have already on yeah. this list. So that's interesting. That is two. Time boy and walk hard. Yeah, yeah. we could. Uh, you know what? You know, like we usually have when we have the black people on here. They usually got one white good movie. You gave us two. Yeah, is that the ordinary? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you already messed up, so we like Whoa. black guy and walk hard. Tim Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch Walk Hard though. I'm definitely gonna watch that. I, I like this perspective because because the movies we watch, it don't be Michael Blackson no black told me to watch movie. Shallow Hal. That was good. That's his, that's okay, that so was on his list. That and you were throwing out this one, so I, all yeah. right. Do you want to hear? You his haven't list? seen Shallow Hal. I haven't seen. You know what? Me and her just watched it about a week ago, but he had already told us, so that's we was up, cheating a little be, bit. Man, I want to take something from Michael Blackson. He's gonna say I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, but if that's one of your your movies, because we put you on the nah, spot. we messing them up because we throwing out movies okay, for him. Okay, we just gotta okay, stop okay, talking until he say five. We just gotta stop talking. If you want to come back and forth, you can give us your your top five favorite comedians of all time. Oh, yeah. Maybe that'll And help. then you can come back and do the other two. Let me see. Is 48 Hours a comedy? Yep. Yes. That's yep. a comedy. Yep. Because, you know, that's a, that's a fucking gritty, hard movie. Yeah. And Eddie was funny. That's JJ. That was on his list. Yeah. 
I would say 48 hours for okay. sure. 48 There's hours. two Eddie movies, though. Fuck, Eddie's just killing it. I think my whole damn <laughs> list was Eddie movies. Like three. A lot of people, a lot of people that, that grew up around that time, they say Eddie was the man around that time. He was. In the Amazing. 80s, 90s. Amazing. Yeah. So, let's see. Uh, walk, let me see. Walk Hard, 48 Hours, Coming to America, and Tommy, Tommy Boy. Boy. Mm-hmm. Let me think of one more that I just think is fucking funny. Um... <laughs> Would Parenthood be a comedy? Parenthood. Yeah. One of my favorites. With yeah. Steve Martin? Yes, it would be. With, yeah. with Lisa Parenthood. Lohan? Oh, is that no, Parenthood or no. Parent Trap? Oh, this is like that 89. is Parent Trap. That's Parent this Trap. A, this All right, I'm going to say where you was Steve Martin and Keanu Reeves. And, I haven't um, watched that before. It's heartfelt. I, I, I felt it because I felt like um, at the time it came out. Uh, yeah, I'll just say Parenthood because okay. I'm just going to movies that when they are on, I can watch it like I've yeah. never seen it. You know, Parenthood was good. I've never Parenthood watched really Parenthood. Now I'm so mad. Like, I want to have some dialect. I hate it. to be uh, like feel unprepared. Like so, when you throw it out there, I have no idea what that is. Give me the other. I don't think I saw it. Who did JJ and Michael have? Okay, so let's see. Michael had coming to in order. Coming to America, Beverly Hills Cop, Friday, Next Friday, and Shallow Hal. Oh, get out of your fucking comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Way to go on a limb, Mike. <laughs> yeah. So JJ had Life, Forty Eight Hours, The Hangover Part One. Uh, I'm about it in Boomerang. Oh, so I'm see, about it. Yeah, you see, you see how my man came through. Listen, it's I the blackest movie I of knew, all time. I knew he was. I I'm knew you were going to say it. <laughs> Mississippi country motherfucker. <laughs> would say that. Oh, man. I'm about it. Have you it? seen I'm about it? Well, no. the motherfuckers on VHS, no. man. Who's in it? I ain't even heard of it. What? That's a Master <laughs> P movie. Like, way independent about film. 99, about it. Yeah, not about, about it. $350 budget <laughs> yeah. that became a classic. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not a classic. Classically bad. Hood class, hood. The Trap is one of my top five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was a hood classic. It was a hood. It was a. Hood. He said, "Get out of here." I'm about it. That that was it. It was a. It was a. It was a. It was a. Good one. Mitch Good Hedberg. one. Who? Hold on, back up. <laughs> Who is it? Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Amazing. Hey, give me my laptop. Okay. Give me my, no. <laughs> uh, Pablo Francisco. Oh wow! I really do need to give. Hey. Look at him teaching us. <laughs> we learned some things. Oh, I've heard Mitch before on Spotify. How many was that? It's probably Chappelle. He, yeah, Dave more. Chappelle. There we go. Okay. But, you know, I don't watch a lot of stand-up anymore. So these are, like, Pablo Pablo could have been one of the – Pablo and Mitch should have been, like, the. she should have been on Bill Burr's level, but the drugs got him. Oh, but wow. Mitch had an overdose. I saw him the yeah. week before he overdosed. He's the only comedian I ever went to a comedy club, didn't call any favors in, just went like a normal person. Mm-hmm. And just watched him because I wanted to. I wanted to see how good he was in person. Yeah, and he didn't have a good night. I enjoyed the shit out of it, mm-hmm. but the crowd didn't. But I enjoy the comedians working shit out, and yeah. he was clearly just working shit out on stage. Mm-hmm. So I'm like eating it up. Like I'm looking around, like this is great. Yeah, it was so much better than seeing like a polished somebody just going mm-hmm. through the motions. 
And you could tell he was just working shit out. And he would say, I guess that you guys didn't get that one. <laughs> I love that shit. I was just about to say, how difficult is that to just work shit out live and in person? Like, they're right here. Like, is that something you have to, is that something you have to acquire, like, thick skin in case it doesn't work and be able to move on instead of just, like, like hanging know, it up the, and quitting? I, I told you earlier, I'm the best. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, you have long. no idea how that is. <laughs> For yeah. average person, how would you think I that would be? I don't know. The Michael Jordan of comedy, man. Dude, I just, it all works. It all works. Dude, Gary had to hype his own when stuff I up. I say goodnight, they laugh. I say, what up, Kansas City? They go fucking to the roof. I'm like, damn. Oh, my God. Delivery. Uh, are you all right, same, next question. Are you, same, are you the same person on stage as you are off stage? Like, There'd I, be nothing worse than a comedian always on. Right? Those are the worst. That's why a lot of comedians start traveling with their openers. Because I like I like giving new comics, uh, you know, uh, opportunity and go up before me and stuff. And I, I was I was like, man, that would be a good feeling mm-hmm. if I was a young comic like that. But at the same time, fuck, man, some of the guys that get in the green room, I don't want comics in the green room for one. Right. That's where I decompress. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm on the road. If I got locals, I'd be like, just nobody in the green room. Because that's where you take a break. Yeah. And sometimes you get a comic and they just start grilling. Mm-hmm. Or you can tell they're performing. Mm-hmm. I've had guys on my podcast that I'm like, are, are we doing it right now? Or are you performing? They auditioning right. like, and shit in the camera and shit. What's going on right now? It's like me coming on and just going like this. Hey, <laughs> Gary, what's it like? I don't know, but let me talk about this fat bitch. <laughs> she was laughing her ass off when my dick was in her ass. Oh my god! My woo! Smell like first wash pancakes. <laughs> Oh, that that got to be hard because oh I feel like I feel like even if you're the comedian in the family, it feel like every time you're a part of the family, they want you to fucking perform. Yeah. That's what we asked Mike too. Mike said that every time somebody's around, they want him to fucking perform. They even called him up on the phone. Well, I mean, but Mike's created that lane for himself where it's uh, you know, he's he's doing all these sketches and stuff on Instagram, oh, so people yeah. are expecting him to be that guy. You know, I, there's listen. I'm not that dude. Like I'm funny, yeah. but I'm not gonna be loud like I am on stage and be crazy. Like yeah. I come down. So you're a lot more like chill relax. when you're around. I learned my lesson early too. Like uh, I went the first big comedy show, and I said this. I told this story on Steve Harvey show, um, which basically is. Same level as yours, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I talked to Steve the other day. That you, know, you know, if I would have been, I was like, if I would have been on Steve, I said, I said this on Urban Absurd. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said this. Who the yeah. fuck is Urban next, Absurd? Next to the church by the community college <laughs> football field. I said this, so you might have heard it, Steve. <laughs> yeah, with the three black people facing. Yeah, yeah you, you didn't see it. Yeah. No. You didn't see that shit anyway. Steve's seen, seen this shit. No, but I, I, I said, uh, when I first big show I ever went to was Bernie oh Mac. You know what? I take it back. Bernie Mac's top five. Ooh. There we five. go. There we go. We'll take off Pablo. <laughs> never nah, heard of Pablo. Gone. Pablo gone already. All right. You know okay, what? Am I, re- am I replacing Put, him in the number? Am I putting him, Bernie at the I don't really have an order. Mine wasn't an order. Depends on what mood I'm in. Okay. Mm, but, right, cool. uh, yeah. Take Pablo and put Bernie in there. Okay. I completely forgot about that. Have you ever met Bernie? Yeah, that's what I was, the story I'm going to get to eventually (laughs) if I can't stop stepping on my own toes. Hey, Uh, man, hey, talk shit. um, Bernie, you need no extra money. First first show I ever went to was Universal Amphitheater, and Guy Torrey took me, and it was to see Bernie Mac. That's the first time I've been to a big theater and seen a show. 
And I saw Bernie come out and just destroy it. And I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? And then I saw <laughs> yeah. the crowd going nuts when he got announced. I'm like, oh, shit. So we go backstage. When we first went backstage, it was all, it was like everybody's back there. All the A-list comics. Anybody you could think of was back there. And then there was one comic. I'm not going to say his name. And you wouldn't know it if I said it anyways. But he's just being loud and obnoxious. He was clearly like out, you know, trying to, do, I don't know what the goal was. Mm-hmm. He was trying to be seen. And I saw like, him go up to Bernie and he, Bernie kind of put his hand on his head. Oh man! And Bernie grabbed his one of the bodyguards back there, and I literally saw this happen. He got in his ear. He's like, pss, 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 and the bodyguards start looking around like, and he started politely asking people to leave that was being obnoxious, basically. So he'd be like, "You gotta go. You gotta go." wasn't rude. So I'm sitting here in a chair and I'm watching it all go down. And there was this <laughs> little bowl of M and M's right here. So I'm eating M and M's just watching, being quiet, but my. And then the bodyguard made eye contact with me. And I went, oh, fuck. Are these Bernie's M&M's? <laughs> <laughs> like this. <laughs> and then the guy just went by me and moved on. I go, oh, fuck, I'm good. And I learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. That first interaction was like, oh, shit, fall back. Yeah. And when you're in a room and there's bigger names, you fall back. Yeah. And, like, and I've learned, like, when it's your time, your time. But yeah. I, I'm never one of the guys that's when I'm in a room, I'm, like, holding court. Not yeah. the center of attention. Yeah. I'm the guy, like, me and you were in the corner. I'm going, that didn't work. What the fuck is she wearing? Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? I'm going to slide on the, on the low. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. That happened. So I, I saw the the craziest moment I think I've seen a comedian just totally flip the attitude of somebody was mm-hmm. we were we was at the premiere for Daddy Daycare. And there was a line to take pictures with Eddie, even at a movie premiere. Mm-hmm. Where they had what they did, they they blocked off like this three block area of Westwood near UCLA's campus, mm-hmm. and they made it into a carnival because it's a kids movie, Daddy Daycare. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we had a feeling the movie's gonna be big. But we didn't know it was gonna be. I, I think they knew it was gonna be a big movie, yeah. right? Kids movie, Eddie Murphy, recipe for success. Exactly. So at the carnival, at one point, I think Eddie had. I think it was planned. All right, this is the time to take pictures with Eddie if you're gonna take them. Mm-hmm. So there was a fucking line, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm in line. And I'm in, I did the movie with him. So I'm in line. Get a mm-hmm. picture with Eddie. Yeah. I'm not lying. The comedian right in front of me, who had nothing to do with the movie, just an open micer. I knew who he was. <laughs> he fucking goes up to Eddie, man. And I saw it. Everybody else is just taking a picture. This fucker grabs Eddie and tries to give him some emotional thing in his ear. Like, you know, he's probably like, motherfucker, you my inspiration. But he's holding him. Ooh. Yeah. And I can see Eddie's face went from, he was like this, like taking pictures in a good mood. He just went. Damn. And I'm next. I got online. I go, fuck that. I said, I'm going to go back to the carnival. I said, How can you follow that? That shit. Right. I was so mad at that dude. Because even when I was in line behind him, he was being loud. And I go, he's, I was never telling my wife, he's going to fuck this up. He's going to fuck this picture up. You know, I just want a picture with Eddie for nostalgia. Nostalgia. Right. What do you say it? Nostalgia. Yeah. Nostalgic whatever. reasons. Right. Nostalgia. I just I think wanted it to is. have it. And I was like, that fucking guy. Damn. Fuck, I'll tell you off camera. Please tell me. I, got, I can't see this guy. I was guy so mad at like, I'm excited. And I knew it. I was behind him like, oh, he's going to fuck this up, man. Who grabs a motherfucker like that? He yeah. grabbed like too. you know him. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, I remember, he, you know, Eddie gave him to this, the, the you know. Strong the, hand. Strong black man handshake. Hey, <laughs> the motherfucker brought Eddie in. Mm, and then had his hand on his back. It was in his You don't bring like, Eddie in. Hey, Everybody did, should know that. He did a Marlon hey, Wayne pool. Like a, <laughs> Damn. You're the reason I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm like, oh. Did you have him around the neck? 
No, I had him on his back. Oh, okay. I brought the handshake in. Handshake. Like, we like this. Right. I don't want to touch you. Okay. We do a handshake, and I come and bring you in. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know how much this fucking meant to me, bro. <laughs> fucking had water and my wife's calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> All right. Love you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway. <laughs> Tell your head of your woman, motherfucker. <laughs> I got to get a couple more questions before we run out of time. No, no. I got, I got a couple questions to go here, Ron. I got I'm about to say, damn. You my know, bad. I'm sorry. It's more important than mine. No, no. All right. Going out, like your regular everyday experience, like, and I see, like, how you pulled up today. I'm thinking it's going to at least be a bodyguard or something. Like, I go out, like, fucking Gary Orn is here. Like, nope. you don't travel with any security. Like, can you just go in a grocery store and nobody just bother the fuck out of you? Do everybody, does everybody recognize you when you go out? Black people. <laughs> so you just black famous. <laughs> black famous. That's why I have a summer home in Salt Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from this shit. Lake Tahoe in Salt Lake. <laughs> If there's water skiing and hiking, I'm there. I blend in. Oh, my God. So you mean to tell me, if you go to the grocery store, no black people in there. Like, white people don't recognize you? Or, or do they have to have an urban no, no, no. edge? No. White people come to me like it's a secret. They'll be like this. Hey, man, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a secret oh between God. us. My man, I know who you are. <laughs> don't worry about it. We know you. Nobody in your price shop is going to talk to you. Like, yesterday, I, I, I'm, I'm going to leave here and go out to eat by myself. I, I'm very comfortable being by myself. Yeah, you know. So yesterday was funny because I went out to eat at uh, Snooze in um, downtown, uh, near downtown Kansas City. Okay, it's one of my favorite breakfast spots, actually. But I remember I was, I just, I put my name on the list. They said it's like an hour. I showed up like ten minutes for, and mm-hmm. there was this group of black women. They looked like they were in a sorority or something. <laughs> the sorority got together for breakfast. Yeah. And they went fucking nuts. I know they did. <laughs> and then now the white people in Snooze are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? So I took a picture with everybody, and then they said, "They said I said I'm just just one. I can sit at the bar." So I sat at the bar, yeah. And then it was funny because then every now and then, blackbirds would come in. And they'd be like, "Gary, what's up? Like, what's up? We get a picture. All right, you know, usually it's all usually Instagram. off limits. Yeah, yeah, but it's fine." And then, um, then then the manager came over. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm Jim. I'm the manager. Here. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy you're here, man. Thanks for coming. Oh, no, no shit about good? you. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." Is the food comp? <laughs> free food? Ain't like free food. I ain't gonna lie. I don't care how much money you make. It tastes better. And then, uh, and then the, the the bartender girl, she was like, "Hey, uh, people are really fanning out. Like, what's your name?" Yeah. And I was like, "Gary Owen." And then uh, I could see her and the other bartenders like getting on their Google. phone looking me up. Oh my god, that's crazy! But I mean, you just sit by yourself. Nobody's really tripping. Nobody's I never really would have thought that you would just play. All right, I got some questions. Paid bodyguards, dude. Right. Yeah, here's the thing. You got to pay them, and then if, if things go left, they know all your business. That's you yeah. don't want people in my business like that. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. I get you. All right. I got, some, I got, I got this little thing I'm going to do. This is the first time we're going to do it. Everybody going to have a chance to. It better be good. It better everybody going to have a chance to answer, but you got to answer it like, like that, like within five seconds. Oh. All right. It's like a speed question. Like what was it like around? Wait a minute, you gonna test some shit out on Gary? When yeah, Gary come I think, in, I think I think I think, Gary, I think Gary is right He's for this. A bold okay. motherfucker. Go all ahead. right, all right, <laughs> everybody, everybody, get a chance. All right, Gary, you want to go first? You want us to go around the room first? I'll go. Fuck it, I'll go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> what is it? All me or is it goes boom, 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 boom? We go boom, 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 boom. boom. I'll then go first. Okay, cool. <laughs> out of every, out of every, anybody in the industry, you got to hurry up and answer. Is it either or question? It's him, right? Yep. It's you first, right? And then okay, let's then go, let's go, let's go. Out of everybody in the industry, who do you not want to have beef with, 50 Cent or TMZ? 
One, two, TMZ. One, 50 Cent. 50 Cent. <laughs> Gary? TMZ. TMZ. I'm going with TMZ too. Why, why, why TMZ? We, we, more of them. It's yeah, it's way more of them. But it seemed like it seemed like they don't want to fuck with you like that. But they do seem like they do some uh, some undercover shadiness a lot. Fifty ain't gonna chase you around the city. <laughs> 50 TMZ cent, will. But Fifty Cent seems more embarrassing than everybody. Like he just don't stop. Like I was, it, I was gonna say that Fifty Cent does not. TMZ can get new stories. Yeah. And move the fuck on. Fifty Cent does not stop. You they ain't seen me trolling this election. I'm coming for Fifty's <laughs> title. I've been going off. I'm kind of scared of Fifty, but I'm a little scarier to uh, TMZ. Next All question. Benny right. or Apollonia? All right, that was a bullshit question. All right, Apollonia. Who, who was who was who who was on crack first? I'm gonna have you go first. Who was on crack first? Bobby or Whitney? Whitney. Whitney. You think Whitney was on crack first? Who you got? Bo- who you I'm got? I say Bobby. Whitney. Whitney. I mean, they said it. Who you got? I say Bobby. I got Bobby too because I don't when think I Whitney seen, did that. When shit. I seen that Whitney Houston, when I seen that Whitney Houston story on uh on Tia, was it what was it on uh, uh Lifetime and shit? Bobby made it seem like she put him on, but my mind when I seen when I seen the new edition story. This nigga was 16 on it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It could be a 50-50 thing. Now, the, the brother said that he basically would give Whitney when she was younger, when she was first starting out. She would go get it. Wow. All right. Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself or was it the setup? Setup. Setup. Goddamn setup. I think it was setup. 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 You know what? I didn't know nothing about him until people kept asking that question. And then I researched it and I was like, yeah, this is a fucking setup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of them guards got a Bentley in five years. Damn. Damn. Those guards, like, that money is put away. I guarantee you, like, 2025, they're like, I'm just going to retire. Mysteriously retire. But it's coming, trust. He's going to be long gone. Let me find me one more question. Yeah. Right, how many you got? Go ahead, go ahead. That was it. That was all my little fast little like money around. Yeah, don't do that again. That was stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm glad Gary said it. I didn't yeah, want to. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, the question, you should have been more rapid fire. We explain this stuff afterwards. And shit. I wanted to, but I, I wanted to, That's but then everybody had time to talk. All this time. <laughs> you had a whole week to prepare for this shit. Man, I didn't know what, okay. I, didn't know what I was going to ask or not. I wrote this down as the joke, because this is one of the most famous. Well, this is the one that I see people talk about all the time, and they always go back to that joke when you ask them, do they know who Gary Owen is? The church joke. The, the all-day-in-church joke. Did that actually happen to you the first time, or, or did it just? Uh, I mean, I, every, when I went to black churches, it's like, man, this is a lot longer than what I'm used to. Yeah. But it was more entertaining, too. Like, three hours feels like 30 minutes, whereas a white church, 30 minutes feels like three fucking hours. <laughs> okay. You know okay. what I mean? So, I don't know. That just kind of, that joke came organically. It started just, hey, black church is long, and then it got a chuckle, and then, I, oh, keep yeah. going with this. And then it just kept going. And going and yeah. going. I was like, damn. Then it just it got right in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, it's a good joke. How, how often do you write? Do you write often now, or are you or are you already set? With I don't ever write my jokes down. No shit. Yeah. So you like the Lil Wayne of so comedy? I wouldn't say that. I always <laughs> I'm on stage so much. Yeah. Like I know, and then uh, I might put like a word in my phone, but I'm not writing a whole joke out. I yeah. Might, I might just be like Epstein. So that's Jeffrey Epstein, and I. There'll be might be a ten minute bit on that. Yeah, or Netflix. Damn. I'll know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I can tell you guys, I'm the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I we can see. All my jokes. Mine shows are never the same. <laughs> That's dope. Man. Anybody got anything else? Robert, you got something? No, I do the same thing. You know, I do the same thing. Uh, Robert, Robert, so Robert is the little Wayne. Robert said that he just like you. That's what Robert said. Oh, wait, do we? I know. I do the same thing. My stuff, like just one word or a notepad. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm. but I just met you. You should write all your jokes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he owns. He got that patented, bro. I like this. Uh, you, you should write them all out. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at you right now. Bro. You're not me. All right. Do you? you say you're not me. It's <laughs> <laughs> obvious you're not me. Let's move on. You got anything new coming up, Gary? I had a movie come out last month on Netflix called Welcome to Sudden Death with Michael J. White. It's a karate oh, movie. Oh, so I should watch that one. When I seen it, I was like, I don't no. know if I want to watch it. It's all right. It's cool. It's all right. It's, cool. <laughs> it's, cool. Well, it's all right. It's cool. It's good. It's a fun movie. If you ain't doing nothing, I mean, you right. might as well. I wouldn't like, stop what you're doing. I'm being honest, but it's a good movie. But it's cool. And then, uh, I don't know. Everything, I got a couple of things. I don't like, I don't like, until I got a date, shit's getting released. I don't yeah. really know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So the podcast every Thursday, it premieres at 10 a.m. West Coast. Well, noon Kansas City time. That's mm-hmm. the time the podcast is. This week I got to hear more. To hear more, dude is funny, yeah. funny. Yeah. And then next week I got David Arnold, who you know, more of a writer, but he's a funny comedian. Yeah. And then I got uh, December. I got Terrell Owens. Oh, that's I got Joe dope. Coy. I can't remember who else I got in December. That's oh my God! Well, Are you know what? Give us his roster. Send yeah, send him over here. He's gonna throw the. He said, "This you know, is who I got." I mean, you know what? We got a little bit of money. A little bit of money. We gonna have to just come this, down there, aren't we? This, this is who I got. We gonna have to come down there. We gonna be talking to our friends later. Yeah, we had Gary um, today. We had Michael Black from a couple weeks ago. I don't know who we got coming up next. Like, That's ain't no telling who though. we might. You know what I mean? For the hood, though. we got a good roster though, a real good one. That's I do gotta say this, bro. I am so glad you came to the podcast because, yeah, we are unknowns. We are aware of it. But just to come and have fun with us, bro, and just chill, like, we respect the hell out of you. We were big fans, and, like, you made our week, bro. We'll be on the next celebrity next week, but you at least get seven days. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking, joking, bro. This has been a big – this has been so much fun. Make sure listen. If you take nothing else away from the podcast, (laughs) watch Walk Hard. I'm going to watch that shit. It's so goddamn That's on our list. To talk about for next Holy week, fuck. everybody needs. <laughs> but to I never knew it. He's like one of those funny ass white guys that I don't know his name. But dude is fucking hilarious. Well, that what was the, the movie Judd Apatow did for him that they thought was going to be like forty year old virgin for Steve Carell. Yeah, and it didn't mm. pop like that. Mm. Wow, fucking so good, man. Yeah, man, I'm going to watch it just because you said it, so I could just have that story. Like, yeah. I was just hanging with Gary. He said I should watch this movie. Uh, watch you want to watch it with me? Right, <laughs> right. Netflix. I ain't even pump my own movie like that. <laughs> right, right. Welcome to Sudden Death. Ah. Watch hard. Y'all watch Welcome to Sudden Death. Keep watching Urban Absurdity. Y'all already watch Gary, so start watching us. Later.